Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Did you binge watch or binge listen to anything over the long weekend? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer with that weather we had uh, on Monday, yesterday. I'm sure there was a lot of binging going on. I just feel like there's a perfect opportunity for you to binge. Plus, we had a long holiday weekend and just great opportunities for binging of all kinds. But specifically for our purposes, TV, uh, Netflix, etc., podcast, blah, blah, blah. Yes. So what did you binge this weekend besides food? Um, I listened to all sorts of stuff and I watched all sorts of stuff. There are a couple things that I wanted to share with you. One of them is a good listen and you can listen to it right now. It's not completely done. I think there will be a few more episodes, um, but right now there are like five episodes of this particular podcast. It's called The Shrink Next Door. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. So. It's one of those where I was, I like um, some of the other podcasts that were done by the same production company. So I was like, oh, I'll try this out. They kind of sell it as um, basically there's a shrink and he does some stuff. And you're like, okay, that sounds interesting. But I, you know, who knows? Is is that really going to make me fascinated beyond one episode? Turns out it does. There's a guy that you learn about at the very beginning who um, you think he's like the neighbor or like a an assistant to this psychotherapist. You learn very quickly that he's actually the patient oh. of this psychiatrist. Is it a true story? It's a true story. Oh, wow. And, um, and the guy essentially, I don't want to give it all away, but essentially the guy gets taken advantage of by a shrink. Like, and this is in the 80s. It starts in the 80s, I think, or 70s, maybe even. At least some of the characters go back to the 70s. Um, But this New York, I think it was a New York Times reporter who came upon upon this particular story because he happened to live near uh, one of the people involved. His name is Joe Nacera. Anyway, so he uncovers this story that this guy has. And basically what you learn very quickly is that the shrink kind of like masterminds his way into this his patient's life and the patient by the way runs a very successful multi-million dollar company and you know again i don't want to give it all away but just to give you like a little bit of a tease he at, at one point ends up like signing parts of his life over to this psychotherapist oh, wow. um, or psychiatrist and i apologize i'm not an expert so i don't remember what his actual title is but he he goes there for psychotherapy and um, ends up 
so much. And then the the reporter uncovers all this other stuff that just blows your mind. So it's one of those great stories where you think you're showing up for one thing and you're like, okay, well, that's fascinating. But then all of a sudden, two episodes and you're like, holy crap. Like the How story you showed up to hear, it blows up every yeah. single episode. And there are more people that are involved and suddenly things are happening and you're flying to Switzerland and you don't know what's going on anymore. Oh my gosh. And then you're just waiting for the next episode. So I thought that would be a good listen. If you guys are looking for it, it's called The Shrink Next Door. And um, I think there are five episodes thus far. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Did you binge something over the long weekend? Sarah is on the line. Hi, Sarah. What did you binge? Hey, how's it going? Good. So I watched What If on Netflix. Okay. Is this the one with Renee Zellweger? Yes. And that's like what sucked me into it because the, you know, the preview on it, she's like this super sexy, like mysterious lady. And she, I've never seen her in a role like that before. So um, it was really good. Okay. Um, so we just watched the trailer last night. And I yeah. couldn't even get all the way through the trailer without kind of losing interest. So, oh really? But you liked oh. it? No, I, I really liked it. Yeah, I thought it was really sexy. I mean, there's there's some good good stuff happening. I think you all would like it. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Thank you, Sarah. I don't know if she gets to Chris Evans' sex dungeon in the TV show, but I'm telling you, sexy that 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 doesn't need to be a Netflix special. <laughs> it's already in my mind. <laughs> Can we grab Terry yeah, as yeah, well? Of Hi, Terry. Terry, what were you binging this weekend? I got my husband into Dexter. I watched it years ago, but I finally got him in to start watching it on Netflix. So, are you gonna? So, do you get to watch it all the way through together? Then, so you get to watch it again? Yes, I don't really remember a lot of it, so it's still such a good show. Thank you, Terry. You know, that is one of the things when you have seen a series all the way through and you finally convince your significant other to watch it, you get the double treat of watching it again. Oh, I love that experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah that's what I'm doing right now. We're doing with Downton Abbey. Jamie's never oh. seen Downton Abbey and I want to see it because you know, the future film is coming out this fall. Yes. So watching it through somebody else's eyes is always a fun treat. Yeah. Yeah, did you, I feel like you had a couple different things that yeah. you binged over the weekend. Um, I also, oh gosh, okay, so I um, I do want to tell you about Street Food on Netflix. If you haven't watched that, I tuned in again. This is one of those things where you tune in for one thing, and then very quickly you realize it's something entirely different and equally, if not more, enjoyable. So Street Food Netflix, you think you're showing up for some amazing street food scenes, just aesthetically pleasing, like they go around to different parts of the world and talk about street food culture, right? So places in India, places in Southeast Asia, places in East Asia, all over the country. But um, yeah, you do get to see the food itself and, you know, you get a little bit of a travelogue. But then th- what they've done, and this is a Netflix series, they've actually found people who have amazing stories that are connected to street food so that very quickly you're brought, you're drawn into these incredibly captivating personal stories. Many of them, like there's a, one of, I think it's Delhi, um, the city in India, Thank not you. like a delicatessen. Uh, There's a man in Delhi who like overcame like personal adversity and family struggle and just extreme poverty to like be successful where he is now. And so there's this wonderful like dual thing happening where you're you're getting all of that sort of travelogue food history, interesting stuff. And then 
you're being, you know, fascinated and you will be brought to tears. You will have extreme emotions for the the different people's stories in this episode, in this series. If that reminds me of kind of the way that people talked about Anthony Bourdain's um, series, Parts Unknown. Yeah. Right. That That it was sort of like highlighting a little bit more than just the food portion. Yeah. And, of a conversation. And the thing that I think is actually even better than maybe a show like Anthony Bourdain's is that that's his per- particular perspective of a view of the world that maybe is not his own. Whereas this very much uh, offers you a glimpse into a world from its own perspective uh-huh. in a way that's not doesn't make you just feel like, oh, look, there's another, you know, white guy traveling the world telling you about amazing cultures. You really do feel like you're learning something about you're immersed in it yourself. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, Let's go to Linda. Hi, Linda. What did you binge over the holiday weekend? Hey, um, I binged Narcos, uh, the story about Pablo Escobar. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, at first I thought, God, this is going to be too intense. And I'm thinking, why isn't this a movie? But it was actually a series. Yeah. Lasted three seasons. And it really went into a lot of detail. And my husband and I, we were just like nonstop, episode after episode. It's pretty good. Isn't I would that, recommend it. Yeah. So thank you so much, Linda, for Thanks, your call. Linda. My husband watched that show. And that's like a mark of a really good show where it's like you maybe didn't set out to binge it. Yep. But when you get to the end of the episode, you're like, I have to just watch have to have another one, more. one. It's like eating chips. And let's go to Caitlin uh, for our final word. Hi, Caitlin. What did Hi. you binge over the holiday weekend? Yeah, I binged Chernobyl on HBO. Mm. Oh, I don't know. What is this? I don't, yeah, I don't. Okay, Bradley. <laughs> oh, I don't know. What is no, this? No, <laughs> what is this? Tell me more. What is Chernobyl, Caitlin? Yeah, so it's um, a series at HBO. It's a mini series. So I believe it's going to be five episodes, but it's just kind of uh, gives you the background as to what happened with that Chernobyl disaster. Oh, wow. Very in 1986. All yeah, right. So well, it's just really. Really uh, intense. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for your call. Awesome. I, I haven't have heard not, about this. Yeah, I have not heard about it. But it is now on my to-do list of things to watch when I'm done with Bleeps Creek, which... Oh, yeah, well. See, that that that's a show that you can... You don't have to be solely focused on that show. I mean, that's what, half-hour episodes? They're, like, they're very short episodes, yeah. but I will tell you, as the seasons go on, you are more and more invested in the characters, mm-hmm. and you want to go... It's like the first couple seasons we could watch one or two episodes and then go to bed and call it a night now i feel like i'm so invested in these people and i like them so much i want to know what happens oh next. for sure you feel invested yeah. oh all right when we come back on the colleen and bradley show ihop is up to their old tricks remember what they tried to do to us last year where they said they were changing their name to ihop yeah that went over well because they were going to do burgers or something yeah well they're doing it again they're changing their name oh. again I'll well, tell you what they're changing the to, and we'll try to figure out what it all means after this on My Talk 107. Uh, remember last year uh, how IHOP changed their name to IHOB mm-hmm. because they were going to highlight their burgers? The International yeah, House of and- Pancakes turned to the International House of Burgers. But they didn't, right? They changed it back a couple days yeah. later. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Well, so they were playing us. They basically. were playing us, uh, but they, ooh, they're going to do it again. Oh. Yeah. So fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Can't, can't fool me again. again uh, yeah. So IHOP is changing its name uh, to IHOP. What? I'm sorry, what? what? Yeah. 
they're changing their name to IHOP. Their, their name is IHOP, though. Right. So they're, but it's going to just stay IHOP, but the P is just not going to stand for pancakes. Oh, so they're going to change clever. their name to International oh. House of something else with a P, but not pancakes. International House of. Mm. What were you going to say? Some words that I probably shouldn't say in the radio. So there are there is speculation Pee-pee. because we have to wait <laughs> to find out. On June third, we find Ooh, out what June the P 3rd. is. Uh, on June third, we will find oh, out what a- the P in IHOP is going to stand it's the for. Big P news. Um, I have some thoughts. The first one is this. Uh, I hope it's pie. You have some thoughts. Oh, and I hope that they better make some good pie. What? But it's International House of Pancakes. So I you know. think this is just like a cheap gimmick to like, oh, look, we're serving pie. Well, because, you know, that's what the IHOB business was all about, was just to let letting people, people know, know that it's not just pancakes that they sell at the International House of Pancakes. So they're trying to tell us that they serve something else that starts with a P. Now, there are, is wide speculation <laughs> It's just going to be a lot of wide, wide speculation exactly. if it's pie. Exactly. But there's some wide speculation that it will uh, stand for pankitsa. <laughs> Don't say pankitsa. That is a, not a word. Don't yes, it is. The dump button. Pankitsa is not a word. Yes, it is. Because that Where? is a, a on their menu. Because Ugh. International House of Pancakes, IHOP, uh, they rolled out a special promotion in only select cities. In February, where they served pankitsa. What is a pankitsa, you ask? It looks vile. It is a pizza pancake hybrid, and it looks dumb. <laughs> Ish. Yeah. It's just a big pancake. Is it sweet yeah. or savory? It's, it's whatever you want it to be. It's a large pancake about the size of a pizza and it comes with uh different syrups like blueberry or strawberry or old-fashioned i think it means just regular syrup not like the cocktail and old-fashioned and then what's that last one butter pecan butter pecan i do love a good butter pecan so that's what a pankitsa is that is i don't no. like that word well yeah. i'm sorry it's not i didn't make it up or what, is I it pancitsa no it's actually pancitsa. pronounced I, have, I thought it was pancitsa too but then i l- saw a pronouncer in one of their articles and no it's pankitsa you know just, what they're doing what being dumb one yeah and they're just Selling Maybe you a cardboard pizza. box. Mm-hmm. Maybe the P is for pizza. Well, the cardboard box inside and out, right? Because the thing probably... Well, I'm just saying that <laughs> yeah. cardboard probably tastes oh, like the pancakes. Mm-hmm. Right. But this is essentially a giant pancake, so they're selling you... the same old pancake in a big box. the same old pancake in a big box. So they're selling you a box. Mark. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Marketing. Um, <laughs> but if it's not, if it's not a, a pie, it could be pizza, like actual pizza, right? I guess. But then, you know, same thing. Like, why pizza? House of pizza? Yeah. I don't know. I just, well, what do you think I can't for? wait for June 3rd. To find out. I kind of don't believe you right now. I am now. being sarcastic. Yes. This is the thing that IHOP is doing well, though, is they're doing dumb things to get our attention successfully. What about, oh, maybe it's prostate awareness. So maybe is it International, International House, House of, of Prostate, prostate Awareness. Yeah, because is that like, check to see if June is Prostate Awareness Month. One moment, please. Mm, yes, let's see. Actually, what is June? September. Oh, It's shoot. Prostate Awareness but Month. But I, I guarantee you there's a day... In June, should we see what what is what holidays on June June third? Yeah, that's the day we will supposedly find out because the IHOB stunt was really all about the Burger National Burger Day, so that's why they changed it to IHOB on National Burger Day to celebrate burgers and the fact that they also serve burgers. Bradley. What holidays do we observe on June 3rd? I'm looking to see. Leave the office early day. No, it doesn't start with a P. National uh, Itch Day. <laughs> Jefferson Davis Day. Okay. okay no. Hopefully World we're not Club celebrating. Foot day. Yeah. No, what? I think we're not getting any closer. National Frozen Yogurt Day. Uh, but that doesn't start with a P. 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 P-H frozen. Okay. Okay. That was a stretch. That was a stretch. Yeah. Anyway, stay tuned. June 3rd, we will all learn what the heck IHOP is trying to get our attention for again. And then next year, we'll have to do this all over again. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags, and we'll tell you all about them after this on My Talk 1071. Some celebrities behaving badly on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Let's talk about some douchebags. Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, why? Frequent flyer. Well, okay. Because now I want to be very clear about what I think is D-bag about a woman. this. Mm-hmm. No, she is modeling her new Goop brand G label bathing suit. Well, that's a thing. G label is that like Gwyneth? It's G for I don't know. Goop, it's Goop or, Goop oh, or okay. Gwyneth it's or whatever. The in-house brand, fashion brand. Yep. Of Goop.com. She is wearing this uh, teeny weeny black bikini. In her Instagram photo. Okay. She looks amazing. Mm-hmm. She is rocking the bikini. She looks gorgeous. Well, she beautiful, better look amazing. She and relaxed. It's a very, very successful lady. So that's not why she's a D-bag. <laughs> this is why I think she's a D-bag. Do you want to know how much that costs? That oh, bikini costs? I'm sure it's costs? ridiculously expensive. But yes! $20,000? No. No. $320. Oh, that seems very reasonable. Oh. I don't buy bathing suits, so I don't know. Is that really expensive? 
$120 for what? You ladies like spend a, all sorts of money on things that don't make any sense. Not okay. for a little black Thank bikini you. that you're going to be going to the bathroom in anyways. Yes. Don't lie about it. Yes. that. What, first of oh, all. because you're peeing in the that, pool? Yeah. Okay. Or the ocean, ocean or whatever yeah. body of water you're in. Okay. But I'm like, what? It is not a, there's not a lot of fabric to this thing. And you, it does not come with the body of Gwyneth Paltrow. You are paying $320 for literally uh, glorified bra and underwear. Yeah. How much does a, a retail, like a nice bathing suit, what are you going to pay? Like a decent bathing suit would probably yeah. be in the $100 range for like a good, oh my God. good quality will last a really long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, welcome yeah, like to being a woman. Uh-huh. Oh, it's so hard. You it, guys have to get your hair did and your na- I'm kidding. I'm kidding oh right my now. gosh. You are so lucky that there's this large counter between us. <laughs> no, I know. That. But $100, yes. Yeah. I would pay $100 for a nice, high quality swimsuit that will last over the course of several years. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a good quality swimsuit. Yeah. And that's usually, at least in my world, just one piece. $320 seems like a lot. Oh my She's gosh. very relatable, though. Not at all. No, she's aspirational. Gwyneth Paltrow... Uh, with an emphasis on the first syllable. Well, she doesn't As- have any aspirational. Rational. According to this photograph. But, um... Yeah, $320. That's a lot. G-label swimsuits, is that like a whole separate line? Yeah, this is her entire... I mean, she's got a whole... Oh, she does have a one-piece. That's only mm-hmm. $300. How does the bikini $300? end up being more expensive with less fabric? Thank you. It's because you have to buy it separately. Oh, you can buy a $170 bandeau. This is nonsense. Bandeau. The cover-up is almost $400. That's a cute cover-up, and Holly will really appreciate the cover-up. It's very prairie style. Yeah. Ugh. Prairie chic. Mm-hmm. Stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't they know are that cute. anybody's. It's very. I, what I like about them is they're very classic, just very solid. Yeah. You know, solid colors, very flattering cuts, except for but the weird scalloped edged one. You can get, you can get that any place. Yeah. I mean, you can get a really kind of timeless, clean bathing suit, not from the Goop collection. Yeah. Some of these, though, um, I was looking at some of these earlier. Because that's what I do in my office. Yeah, time. you look at ladies swimwear. Hey, it's a nice swimsuit. But there are some that I'm like, I don't think I would want that tan line on my body. You know, like with weird cutouts and stuff. Then you're just going to end up with a weird tan line. True. Right? True. Yeah. Yes. That's True. weird. All right. She is, well, nothing. I mean, she's rich. <laughs> but if not predictable. That's true. Who's your D-bag? My D-bag is a gal known as Miley Cyrus. Oh. She has not been on our D-bag list lately. So I I, I found this particularly curious, but I did want to take issue. Okay, what? Miley Cyrus says she enjoys... uh, uh, Let me start again. Okay. Miley Cyrus says she enjoys airport security pat-downs. So she likes getting felt up by security. Oh my gosh. This is exactly what it's I would... so Miley Cyrus. I would expect this from um, the Bangers era. Bangers, Miley, yeah. remember her Bangers yeah. album? And she'd be like, I have to just get yeah. it out. With her tongue out. Yeah. Well, um, you know, it's kind of a little tone deaf because do you remember what the most recent TSA pat-down story was? Well, who was it again that got... 
who felt like they got violated. Was it um, Diana, Diana Ross? Ross? Yeah. yeah. So just a fresh off the heels of Diana Ross feeling like she got her lady parts pat down in a way that was not appropriate. Miley Cyrus is like, you know, get it on. Pat me down. She uh, apparently was on a show over in the UK called Capital Breakfast with Roman Kemp on Tuesday and said that she often has to get patted down by TSA. Why? Why? You'd think, I don't know, what are the reasons usually? Like you're on a no-fly list right? or something? Or maybe you've got like a Something screw, suspicious. You know, like a metal screw yeah. in your hip or something? No, she apparently has a love-hate relationship with security agents. Or they... They have a, a love-hate with her um, because apparently she likes to wear a lot of jewelry. Okay. And she doesn't want to have to take it off. So she's so, Miley Cyrus. Well, she said, yeah. Um, definitely annoying that I never take off my jewelry. Uh, but they love me. She said they love her because she gets because they get to pat her down. Which, this is just a bad take. Like, this is, it's Miley Cyrus. I get it. But, like, maybe you don't want to make it sound no. like TSA agents are looking forward to touching your body Like, parts. they get excited that you yeah. show up in their mm. lane. She admitted that she's, quote, into getting patted down because of the human contact. Quote, they're, they're getting very sensitive with the pat down. And I'm kind of, like, into it. Like, human touch, you know? But they're getting, like, more and more nervous about doing that kind of thing. But I actually like it, you know? Oh my gosh! So no, stupid. Miley. Listen, I was I Girl. was with her for a minute, and this makes me. It not, is on brand it for is, Miley, but but I thought her brand was going to be a little bit more grown up. Yeah. I thought she was sort of tending more toward that and less toward the you know sticking her tongue out and twerking. Like with I Robin. can just see her going through security, Thick. like touch me, right? Like I put something down there extra special, so you'd have to, you know. I mean, I can totally see her doing that. And it just makes me feel bad for TSA agents because, you know, these people have they have a thankless job. Well, yes. And they're trying to keep us Ain't safe. Nobody and so the touch mockery anybody on any given day. Don't act like it's sexy time. Like you're going to be at your job and you're like, like, no, ain't, that is not a reality. So to perpetuate that myth is kind of a little frustrating. Just makes Miley. their life actually harder. Did you hear they played a little of this on Donna and Steve's show this morning? Uh that she's got some new music that she's work workshopping. And when I say music, I'm going to put that in oh, no. real it sound loose horrible? quotes. It's really exceptionally well, what does it sound terrible. Like? Uh, you know what? I, I, it just occurred to me to, to, to tell you about this. And so we were unprepared for this moment. Um, but she's got about three singles that have either leaked or she's, I don't know what huh. she's workshopping, but they sound like kind of screechy, a oh, little no. bit yelly, a little bit like mm, experimental. Okay. You know, when artists go through that phase where nobody wants to listen to their music and yeah. then somebody's like, hey, FYI, can you get back to that thing that you used to do that everybody yeah. actually liked? Do what I want. Yeah. It's just, it's not, it's not good. Mm. So I'm worried and concerned about whatever well, she's got. Well, meantime, out she's next. getting patted down. She's uh, allegedly re- releasing a new EP on Friday. Yeah. So we're going to hear a lot more about Miley Cyrus yeah. this week. It's yeah. called She is Coming. Well, that's Howard okay. Stern. That was the title of his book, Comes it's Again. A little bit, um, think kind of more Yoko Ono Uh-oh. than anything. That's. I'm just saying. Okay. Great.
Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, something to look forward to. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, okay, we've got to get the Cobra gang back together. We've got a mystery to solve. Mm-hmm. When it comes to Britney Spears and her former manager, Oof. what exactly is the Britney Spears uh, conservatorship camp trying to tell us? We'll find, we'll try to figure that out after this on My Talk 1071. We've got a mystery to solve on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and Hello. when we have a mystery to solve, we pull together the Cobra Gang. Whenever there's trouble, we'll double the double with the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with the Cobra Gang. Brandon Spears. And Sam Lutfi. These are two names that have been in headlines. Britney Spears, of course, uh, because, well, she's under the guise or under the guise, under the under the control of a conservatorship, conservatorship. Uh For some reason, I could not pull that out of my brain. She's under the power of this conservatorship. And we've been talking about it for the last, oh, gosh, weeks, months. Yeah. Recently, though, I think it was earlier this month in May that she, uh, through her people, achieved a restraining order against her manager, former manager, Sam Lutfi. He was a one-time confidant and uh, acted as her manager. He was ordered on May... I was just going to say, for those who might say, oh, I don't remember that name or I don't know anything about that. He was the one that was her acting manager at the time of the infamous head shaving yeah. and umbrella attack time. So we were in the thick of talking about her conservatorship and whether or not it was time for her to be removed from this conservatorship. And it was just, it's there was a lot of stuff going on. She was uh, apparently hospitalized, but then she was kind of like not seen in public. And there were all these questions, the entire Free Britney movement sort of bubbled up around this. But in response to that, she gets out of rehab and shortly thereafter... Um, they try to file a restraining order against Sam Lutfi. And you're like, well, what does Sam Lutfi have to do with the price of tea in China? That as came connected out of to all this stuff, right? So that was the first question. And, and on May 8, they actually got a restraining order against Sam Lutfi. And he was required to stay uh, something like 200 feet away from her, um, as well as her parents, her two kids. And she was also, or he was also to refrain from contacting or disparage them. Now, this order apparently, and this may have already happened, um, and I should have just checked before we went on the air, but apparently this order could be renewed today, which makes me wonder, like, what was it, just a 20-day, what is that, 20 days? A 20-day yeah. restraining order? Yeah. That seems like kind temporary. of temporary. So I'm just curious why we're still talking about Sam Lutfi years after he's had anything to do with her. Now, I know there was some rumor that he was trying to, like, manipulate some stuff and be a hot mess behind the scenes and kind of, you know, uh, annoy them. But in the grand scheme of things, why are we getting headlines about Sam Lutfi from TMZ? You know, here's what I think. In 2019. Because I've given this more thought than I really probably should admit to, but... Again, because I'm always thinking about how are we receiving the information we are receiving about Britney Spears? What channel is it coming through? Who are they citing in their uh, in the stories? And typically when things come through TMZ, my suspicion is that they come from the conservatorship or her the, that camp. Yeah. The ones that are seeking to continue 
to have some control over her daily decision making and her financial decisions because they're on the payroll. Right. So when I think about that and I think about kind of the picture, the portrait they're trying to paint for us as consumers, it sounds like that they are wanting to vilify or pin it all on the Sam Lutfi character because he's a known quantity in the sense that he was the reason why all of this began in the first place. And so if you're trying to just write the story of... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. What the public can consume about Britney Spears that he figures into that. Yep. So he's the enemy and he can be the common enemy. Yes, which reminds me of like that wonderful movie that I didn't see, Wag the Dog. Like, <laughs> I often think about that wonderful, wonderful movie, movie I, I never saw. saw. But it's the yes. concept that, and you know, world leaders have employed this, mm-hmm. you know, tactic several times. Russia, the United States, among others, where if there is a crisis at home, mm-hmm. You look for a common enemy that is outside of your home that you can like rally everyone around so that they're not paying attention to the enemy that's calling from within the house. Exactly. The call is coming coming from within the house because it's her dad. Right. I mean, allegedly before we get sued. Um, But I think that's exactly what it is. It makes because first of all, the story about Sam Lutfi and the restraining order is coming out from TMZ, which means that her dad is spilling it to the tabloids, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. we know TMZ is usually in the back pocket of the celebrities themselves mm-hmm. and whatever storylines they're trying to get out. So it makes perfect sense that TMZ would be dropping the story about Sam Lutfi in this and that they would be creating this need to get a restraining order against him. You'll notice that you haven't heard at least, well, again, I maybe haven't done my due diligence, but I don't think we've heard from Sam Lutfi directly. I mean, to, like, I don't see any behavior that warrants a restraining order. There could be some stuff behind the scenes, but it just seems very curious to me that in a moment when we're all asking the question whether or not Britney Spears should still not be able to make decisions about her own life in 2019, that all of a sudden we're hearkening back to a guy that um, was around her in what, 2009? Well, and again, or earlier. I, yeah, I think, you know, to your to both of our previous points that I think. You know, at first blush, everybody can agree with the fact that he was attached to the story of her initial sort of public issues that led to this in the first place. I will tell you, I'm looking at his Twitter account right now and, you know, he's basically said all I've been all I have to say is that I've been saying this for over a decade now. 
hashtag finally, which seems to be pointing to the Free Britney movement. Um, but he has not been, he hasn't tweeted since May 8th. May 13th is his most recent tweet. So I don't think we're hearing much from Sam Lutfi. Yeah. This seems to be much ado about probably not much. Okay, here's another curious tale. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that we need to undercover a mystery, although we need to like maybe give team, you know, Britney Spears conservatorship, conservatorship, some new ideas, um, because there's another headline in TMZ about Britney Spears. Starbucks has the tea for her. Britney Spears <laughs> loves to drive because it seems that's all she's been doing over the last few weeks. Okay. And it's a story of her getting Starbucks in her car. She's driving her car, mm-hmm. getting Starbucks. This is now the third, fourth of these stories we've seen in the last couple of weeks. First of all, uh, what kind of deal does she have going with Starbucks right? right now? That's my first question. Second of all, the other thing you have to look critically at is nobody just gets in their car and goes to Starbucks and gets photographed doing that unless they have already tipped off the photographers also they know exactly what she ordered which theoretically i guess you could assume they could say from just looking at it but i mean i don't really know the menu that well but they're like she picked up a green tea matcha with whipped cream i mean thanks tmz enjoyed it could we ask whether or not this 37 year old woman is capable of making decisions about herself i mean she seems able to drive her fancy mercedes and go pick up starbucks and she can order her own drink without <laughs> it's just intervention. It seems like this is just like, because you said that this was going to happen. Yeah. Well, we had talked about this. I, I believe it was a blind item that had come out about this, but we were seeing it like in action where she kept on showing up just out in a parking lot, getting into a car in the driver's seat after they had said we read headlines that she wasn't supposed to be driving in the first place. And then we read headlines that she wanted her phone back. But we saw a video of her going to her car, holding her cell phone in her hand. So it was basically what we're saying is that the people behind the conservatorship, that is the people allegedly protecting Britney Spears, had an, uh, you know, were invested in making it look like she is perfectly normal and has autonomy. And remember, and we had whatever seen she feels like doing anything. No. And then all of a sudden there are these stories that start bubbling up about her not being in control. And then all of a sudden, like that, you start seeing stories of her being in control. And she's got but a massive the blind Starbucks item said, habit. watch out. You're going to see all these stories about her show, looking like she's in control. But these are highly stage managed. And lo and behold, if you look at the particular photo that I uh, referenced in the story that we uh, looked at today, she's pulling up to the Starbucks window and there's like a hired, you know, bodyguard bodyguard Mm -hmm. in the passenger seat. Mm -hmm. So this is not like she's just like, I'm hanging out with my friends in Starbucks. Right. 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 Also, can we find something else for her to do? Like, why does she have to always go to yeah. Starbucks? I mean, can't she, you know, like go to Blockbuster? Maybe she's got to, well, you know, pick up some essentials at Walgreens yeah. once a month. Or I don't know. How about that's not plausible at all? And like, what is it with celebrities going to get Starbucks? Again, because, what kind of deal do they have with Starbucks? That's what I want to know. Well, wouldn't right? you just like have a person go get your Starbucks for Duh. you? If I were a celebrity, I'd be like, hey, Barb. Go get me my Starbucks. But see, then this is that storyline again that she is just she she's enjoying her independence. Yeah. She's enjoying she's her, her fancy BMW. Yeah. Or she likes to drive. She gets out. She can see the world from 
behind the wheel. I, I, I just, I can't even buy it at all. Not Especially even when it comes second. from TMZ. Exactly. You nor know. should you. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Yeah, but she's, you know, she's just fine. Mm-hmm. No. <sighs> all right. Well, uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we were having some family dinners over the long weekend, and we were doing these table topics things where you ask a question at the table and then everybody oh, gets sure. to talk about yeah. it. Well, I, my kids asked the greatest question. If you could live in any TV show, which TV show would you live in? Oh, okay. 651-641-1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. How would you like to come home to a bartender who will fix you any cocktail you want? I'll have an old-fashioned. I'll have a margarita. Now you can with the Bartesian Home Cocktail Maker. Bartesian is a sleek machine the size of a coffee maker that makes premium cocktails at the touch of a button. Choose from over 50 different cocktails, from classics to the most exotic premium cocktails served in the best bars today. You'll always get freshly mixed, perfectly balanced cocktails with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. And now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever at bartesian.com bartender. Entertaining? The Bartesian is ideal for parties. No need to stock all kinds of individual mixers for complicated recipes. Every guest gets the cocktail of their choice in seconds. The Bartesian makes a wonderful gift for anyone who loves a fine premium cocktail. Now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever. It's available right now, only at bartesian.com slash bartender. That's B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N dot com slash bartender for Bartesian's best deal ever. Only at bartesian.com slash bartender.